Hi, my name is Andre, and I wanted to give you a little introduction about this show. It's called Ambassadors of Hope, and it's about the CE5 initiative. So I'll start out by telling you a bit about what CE5 is and what the purpose of the CE5 initiative is. CE5 is a term that was coined by Dr. Stephen Greer. It stands for Close Encounters of the Fifth Kind, and that's in reference to human-initiated close encounters with extraterrestrial beings. Close Encounters of the Fifth Kind is distinguished from other types of close encounters that are listed in the UFO literature out there. The other basic classifications were coined by J. Allen Hynek in the 1970s. Close encounters of the first kind is seeing a craft. Close encounters of the second kind would be having some kind of a landing trace of a craft, some kind of physical evidence. Close encounters of the third kind would be actually seeing extraterrestrial beings. Close encounters of the fourth kind would be if you yourself were to be on a craft with extraterrestrial beings. And close encounters of the fifth kind, what we're talking about here, is a whole different dimension of viewing contact and experiencing it. It's about humans ourselves choosing and deliberately going out to initiate contact by putting out a call to attract extraterrestrials to our location and to interact with us in whatever way is safe and appropriate to do so, both for them and for us. Now, what Dr. Greer did in coining that term and in starting what is called the CE5 initiative is he's been teaching people to basically to do that, to do just that. There's a set of protocols that he developed and they involve the use of light and sound and coherent thought as beacon signals by which we can communicate. And over the last more than 25 years that groups have been exploring CE5, the physics and the science are becoming more and more well understood. CE5 as an actual thing has been documented in different forms of evidence, photographic, film, audio, and notably they're grounded in documented experiences, which many thousands of people around the world can now attest to. And they are also supported by the current understandings of quantum physics and interesting new studies that are being done on consciousness. And, and its nature as being something which is not bounded by time or space. And in effect, consciousness is non-local. And so we can see even beyond the idea of consciousness as it's understood in the popular idea, the, the model of panpsychism, where consciousness, you can see it as present in, in many different types of life and matter. CE5 is based on the idea kind of a broader idea that consciousness is a singularity, that it is a unified field, uh, one mind that encompasses and is within the whole universe, which is at, at both at all points in space and time and beyond all points in space and time. And this, this idea, this approach to seeing consciousness in this way is in harmony with many spiritual and mystical and religious understandings. It can be described as the field of awake mind from which all things arise. So we use consciousness in that sense as a vehicle, as an interface, as a meeting ground, and as a communication system. Now the CE5 initiative takes for granted that ETs are existing in our vast universe and that they know about Earth. 
they've been here and there's many different civilizations out there. And contrary to what may be the baseline first concern about ETs as we've been conditioned to think about them, based on all the most credible evidence that has been gathered, there is no sign that ETs pose any threat to humanity. Rather, it appears they are most interested in us as humans and our planet and all of the beings on this planet, and they're interested in, in humanity and our potential for conscious development, for evolution, for spiritual development, for technological and cultural advancement towards humanity becoming a peaceful, unified civilization that our global society can become one in our diversity and kind of celebrate our diversity in a way that brings us together so that we can go out eventually at some point in the future and become a star-faring civilization ourselves. That we will have ambassadors from our planet that go out just as ETs now are coming to our planet and visiting us and working with us. And they're very open to that. Now, let's get into the topic of what's holding us back and why there is so much secrecy and misinformation on this topic out there. Now, as you would know from having any contact with uh, media, with television, or any news outlet, the fact is that humanity is so wrapped up in violent conflict over resources and power and greed, and a lot of that is not inherent in our makeup. Obviously, there are some genetic factors in play in that we have evolved from apes, which can be violent and territorial, but the vast majority of people are good-hearted and are ready to evolve into the next stage where we are not in conflict. And, and the fact is that conflict in our world has been really supported by the most powerful people, and it's their powerful interests that have kept the knowledge of the UFO subject. And those secrets have been kept because of very compartmentalized projects um, by very powerful, again, these are very powerful, but misguided people. Those projects known as unacknowledged special access projects have been and continue to be semi-governmental, semi-military, semi-corporate, and transnational in nature. And they've developed a variety of technologies, some of which have been back-engineered from downed ET craft. They've developed technologies which are new energy technologies which would be able to get us off of fossil fuels and dismiss the need to go into other kinds of renewables which are also extractive and harmful in their own ways like uh, the process of manufacturing solar panels and wind turbines, all of these other renewable alternative energy sources which you know are better than fossil fuels on paper but which are also unnecessary. They, they would be deemed unnecessary if we have these breakthrough technologies that would be cheaper, better for the environment, and completely revolutionize our economic system on a global scale. And those technologies do exist and are operational in these projects. Now, Dr. Stephen Greer has been instrumental and really headed up this whole movement for disclosure of those subjects. And his organization and his team, they've been working hard since the early 90s. They've been gathering witness testimony from people involved in these projects and people who are witness to the cover-up of this UFO knowledge. 
people that have been in the U.S. government, other governments around the world, in militaries, in the corporate world, in, in companies, defense contractors, which are some of the most powerful companies in the world, the people that control energy on the planet, finance, all this stuff has been kept secret through various mechanisms of deception and control and threats to people's lives as well. Now, the key thing here is that CE5 is... It offers another avenue for the world, for people of the world to take control of this subject and to take their own initiative and to take our own initiative to affect change and really usher in a new era where we can live in peace, where we can live in a way that is actually comfortable in a material sense, where there is no poverty, where food is abundant where we are not destroying the planet and the ecosystems and all of the beautiful species of plants and animals and microorganisms that inhabit this planet with us. And we'll be able to, you know, science, technology, social development, and the development of spiritual capacities will be greatly increased. And this is a world that we can imagine and that we should imagine and that we should used as a focal point on which we can base our actions so that we can move in that direction and create that world that we all deep down really want, that we all deep down really want to see and to live in. You know, we are so steeped in all of this media. You know, the, the media of our times is a lot of jargon, Con consumption causing mindless, mind-numbing, fear-inducing, thought-stopping, stuff. And we, you, I know that you as a listener are interested in moving beyond all of that. And CE5 as an initiative provides an avenue with which to engage in a form of activism, which actually is really very effective. Because as the science of consciousness shows, and as has been shown in studies at Princeton University, at the Pear Lab by Dr. Robert John, and different studies around the world which have driven the work of people like Rupert Sheldrake, Dean Radin, Lynn McTaggart, Michael Talbot, Dr. Larry Dossie, Bruce Lipton, Dr. Joe Dispenza, Deepak Chopra, and the Institute of Noetic Sciences. These, uh, all these different studies, they show the non-local effect of consciousness and that intention and meditation and prayer actually have real effects that sort of ripple out in a nonlinear way through the field of consciousness and affect what Rupert Sheldrake calls the morphogenetic field. Uh, through this, so it's, it's through this field effect that it actually affects what becomes possible in consciousness and in physical form non-locally. So that even just meditation and putting an intention on a peaceful world has a measurable effect. There have been studies that have been done on transcendental meditation, for example, that show when groups meditate together and focus on universal peace, the crime rates in the areas that they put their focus on or the areas where they're located go down. In the scientific literature, this has also been called the Maharishi effect, the hundredth monkey effect, quantum entanglement, 
or spooky action at a distance is what Albert Einstein called it. It's been shown in quantum physics where when you separate two subatomic particles like photons in space and you do something to one and actually the other one that was attached to it responds in like manner even though even though they're not connected by magnetic or gravitational fields anymore. There is some kind of link here which is seemingly unbreakable and that link is it's it's we can see it as the zero point field. That's another term from physics. And we, in, in, in my own experience and in the, in the experience of, of being involved in this initiative, I see that that link is consciousness. It's pure consciousness in its, in its kind of, in its purest form. It's that place of the placeless, which is connected to all places, all things, all beings and all times. And that's the ground from where we work in the CE5 initiative. That's the basis for this work. And that's also the basis on which our civilization going forward will stand. It's the major science of the next thousand years, as Dr. Greer likes to say. So we're moving into a stage where we have to be prepared. We have to take responsibility. You know, we have to take initiative, take action as citizens, and communicate together about these topics. You know, there is more awareness happening now because of all the resources and documentation that have been produced by Dr. Greer and his Serious Disclosure team. There's a couple of documentaries that have been produced. The most recent one was Unacknowledged. That's, that's the name of the film. It was called Unacknowledged. It's a very popular film. You can search for it on Netflix or iTunes and watch it. You know, it's been viewed many millions of times and been at the top of the streaming charts and actually gotten hardly any media coverage. And one of the reasons it hasn't gotten coverage is because the information that is in the documentary is being actively fought against and suppressed, uh, covered up by the powers that be. So the next documentary that Dr. Greer and his team are working on is a documentary specifically about the CE5 initiative. And that documentary is being produced right now. They're crowdfunding it and you can donate to it. I recommend that you do. You can find the information for that at ce5film.com. And all the other resources from Dr. Greer and the research and the work that's been done so far is there to be found at SeriousDisclosure.com. That's S-I-R-I-U-S Disclosure.com. And, you know, right now there are more and more people who are learning about CE5 that are going out and doing it. You know, it's been a movement for over 25 years now. It's been growing little by little, but now we're kind of we're kind of reaching a crescendo, uh, a tipping point, if you will, thanks to social media, thanks to these documentaries, and I hope to add to that crescendo by producing this podcast series where we will specifically hear the stories from the mouths of people who've been involved in their own individual CE five initiatives, in their own individual approach to CE five, how they've gone about practicing, how they've gone informed groups, how they've actually made contact, and what those experiences have been like. 
you know, what meaning has come through and, you know, it's, it's really fascinating stuff and I'm really excited to share it with you. I've been involved with the CE5 initiative, well, since late 2010 when I first discovered the concept and started learning the protocols for it. And my experiences, I, I've had too many to share in this short introduction to this show, but I look forward to sharing some of my own stories on future, some, some of the future episodes. But the main point of the show is that you hear from, not just from me, but from the diversity of people around the world who've been doing this, that you understand that anybody can do CE5 regardless of background, regardless of class, regardless of ethnicity, regardless of culture, regardless of religion or spiritual calling, regardless of belief even. <laughs> because even just doing the protocols with a, a, a gentle, calm, awake intent, they will produce results. You will make contact. The ETs are very you know, one thing that's come through is that the ETs are really keen on making contact with people who want it and who are ready for it in, in the deeper sense, not for entertainment purposes. Uh, it's for, you know, they're really interested in, in connecting with people who want to engage with them. Really, this is kind of a homecoming because the ETs and us are, are the same in that we are people. We are awake, intelligent life forms that have evolved to the point that we can basically have our main material needs taken care of. And what that means is we can focus our consciousness on the best things in this world, on the best things in life, and, you know, really put our attention on peace and on love, which is the basis for life. And I have a great love for this community and for the CE5 initiative itself, and for this planet, for our ET family, and for all of you who are coming onto this show and being a part of the next stages of, of life on this planet. I'm so excited to see where we go. There's not much more to say. That was kind of just a basic introduction. There will be a lot more details on things like how CE5 happens. What kind of ways do the ETs appear? How is it possible to do this yourself? Like I said, there's a huge collection of information on this subject from Serious Disclosure, and you can go to SeriousDisclosure.com to learn all about how to train yourself to do this stuff. That's S-I-R-I-U-S Disclosure.com. I'll also have some resources that I produce myself, such as a basic PDF guide to CE5, and a guided meditation to help you go through the CE5 protocols. Those will be available at ce5podcast.com. And that's basically it. So the next few episodes that will be coming out, there will be interviews that I've had with people who have been involved with the CE5 initiative um, as ambassadors. And on at least one episode, I'll be sharing my own story of coming into this initiative and I'll be going a little bit deeper about why this is important to me personally, what I'm doing this for. I can say now, this is not, you know, basically I've been putting my time into this as a way of putting myself at service to this movement. So 
I'm not trying to sell you like stuff you don't need, you know. My main thing here is making sure that people's stories get heard. And this platform of podcasting is a really powerful one since the arc of media content has changed over recent years. There are, of course, books on this subject and documentaries, but but a lot less people have the intention span to read entire books these days, and, and documentaries are useful as primers, but they can really only scratch the surface of the depth of all the contact events that have been taking place. So the point here is to have somewhat long-form audio where you can actually hear people's stories and get to know them. There will be episodes published regularly, and it'll be an ongoing thing in seasons as long as we can keep producing it. There will just be more and more stories for people to hear and people to connect with as you go on this journey and become a part of this movement yourself, as I'm sure you'll be excited to do once you hear some of the episodes coming up. I really encourage you to not take our, you know, not take my word for it or the word of the people that you'll hear on this show for it. This is the show is mainly to serve as a way for a way of inspiring you to go out and have your own experience so that you don't need to rely on something somebody else said, but you will have that innate knowledge um, that comes with taking action yourself and taking responsibility for your own knowledge and your own development. So stay tuned. Follow this show. Your reviews and support are really appreciated if you review on iTunes and other players. Thank you so much for listening. Again, my name is Andre Cardoso, and this is Ambassadors of Hope. Much love and peace to all of you. Thank you.